The information discussed on this show is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content is for general informational purposes only. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think, feel, and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys stories, experiences, and insights of the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. And today's Guys Guys Radio is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O. Co And be sure to add our podcast, Guys Guys Radio, and the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. All right, we've got a great show for you today. We're going to bring back a guest. She's This will be her third time on the show, and she's an amazing individual. She's really helping humanity, and actually she was the connection that led to my starting my show on KCAA Radio. Her name is Kimberly Meredith. She's known as... Uh, one of the world's most respected med- medical intuitives, and she actually channels information from her guides uh, through her blinking eyes, and she's been tested that she can actually look inside somebody and see their inner workings of their body with more clarity than that of an MRI. I know it sounds amazing, but she's been tested. She's done some work on me. I had medical tests done before and after, and uh, there were real results, real changes. And actually, my uh, doctor went back and said, I want you to take this test again. And I did, and I had the same result after working with uh, Kimberly, who I, I didn't mention to my doctor, of course. So listen, I am a big believer in Western medicine. Of course, it saved my life a couple of times. And uh, you know, there's a reason why People live into their 70s and 80s and 90s now, and uh, they were living into their 30s and 40s 100 years ago because we've made so many advances. But the bottom line is we still have to look after ourselves, and the doctors can only do so much, even though there's so many uh, advances technically in how Western medicine works. But it's nice when we can take care of ourselves and then work with our doctors and physicians and surgeons, etc., So it's important that uh, each one of us plays a role in maintaining our good health. So Kimberly's going to be here today. She's got a new book. It's called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Revolutionary Wisdom from One of the World's Most Respected Medical Intuitives. It's a fascinating book. It takes us through her story, her personal story, as well as uh, the fifth dimension and the third dimension and the fourth dimension and how the dimensions are delineated and also gets into some practices that we can help work with our own ascension process, if you will, and also work with spirit. And also there's a lot of recipes and suggestions on uh, diet and uh, wellness, etc. And again, 
what I do here on Guys Guys Radio, I bring in guests, I think, who have interesting stories to tell, interesting experiences, and interesting insights, and things to consider to help all of us live our best lives. And then it's up to each one of us to say, hey, I, I'm vibing with it, and this is for me, or well, I don't know. I, I learned something. I'm not sure how to integrate this into my life, but it was good to hear about this. So whatever, you decide what you want to do with the information I bring you here on the show, but I'm going to keep bringing you guests that really are opening up new doors and talking about things that most of the time we're not talking about with our friends or whatever. And then it's up to all of us to determine, hey, how can I integrate this uh, into my lifestyle if it's something that you are uh, vibing with? So Guys, Guys Radio. What else is going on out there? Well, we're into November now. Uh, just they had the New York Marathon the other day. I wrote a uh, new blog post on my website at robertmanni.com about uh, marathon running. I ran three marathons. That's, after the third one, my body said, good job, but you don't need to do this anymore. I have friends who've run multiple ma marathons. There's a lot of people, they just run them every couple of months and they're just, you can get hooked on it uh, because uh, when I ran my first marathon, the first thing I wanted to do afterwards was run another marathon. And I did six months later and it was actually a mistake because it's better to take some time off and let the body recuperate after that first marathon because it does take a toll. I mean, you're training for a while. In fact, in my case, I was listening to the radio and I was out for a run, and they were running the New York Marathon. And I said to myself, I'm going to run that marathon next year. I'm going to find a way to get in, and I'm going to train. And sure enough, a year later, there I was, crossing the Verrazano Bridge, starting the New York City Marathon. And it's a wonderful, wonderful event. It's a life-affirming event. And it's that one time where anybody can compete as an elite athlete. It's the one sport that anybody can get up there and compete with the very best athletes in this uh, chosen sport, and it is a wonderful time. And if you do the training properly and you take your time, and then on race day you don't push yourself too hard, you just run the 26.2 miles, you'll learn a couple of things. One, it's better to go slow and take your time because, number two, it's a really long race. 26.2 miles is a long time. You might have run a couple of 20s in your training, but it's that last 6.2 miles in New York City. You end the race by you're going uphill through Central Park uh, to the finish line. And it's, uh, it's, quite, it's quite an event and it's quite a milestone. And it's something you'll never forget. So if, you, if you're interested, do the training and you, you're healthy enough, have a blast and uh, give yourself plenty of time to get ready for it. But the marathon. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, let's talk to our very special guest now, my friend and a wonderful person who does wonderful work for humanity, Kimberly Meredith, the medical intuitive. It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio, my favorite portion of the show when I interview my special guest. And today, my special guest is my friend and a great healer. Her name is Kimberly Meredith. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's world-renowned. She's a medical medium and healer who has helped thousands of people and animals improve from all manner of medical and emotional conditions called by the divine and Christ consciousness. Kimberly also connects with those who have crossed over 
to bring messages to the living. She received her miraculous healing gifts from the Holy Spirit following two near-death experiences during which she was blessed rather with the incredible encounter with God that changed her life. Through her healing and mediumship and blinking eyes, Kimberly sees into the body faster and more accurately than the fastest MRI. Can you believe that? And thermography machines accurately detecting all matter of medical conditions. A truly a medical miracle here. Kimberly also possesses the ability to emit healing scalar energy, even through walls, as measured by Dr. Norm Shealy during scientific testing to validate her abilities. She has also been tested by the PsychTech Subtle Energy Laboratory and at the famed Ions Institute of Noetic Sciences, founded by the Apollo astronaut Edgar Mitchell. She hosts a show, the Medical Intuitive Miracle Show, that streams on KCAA Radio and iHeartRadio. Her new book is called, and it's her first book, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Discovering the Soul's Path to Healing. Welcome back to Guys Guys Radio, Kimberly Meredith. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me, Robert. Well, uh, for a little bit of context, um, let me tell the audience first how I met Kimberly. Um, She did a reading for me uh, years ago, and uh, everything worked. I actually had medical testing done that showed a distinct change in uh, in, a, in a reading, a measurement. And I wrote to Kimberly about it and said, hey, you know, this is what happened. She was a guest on my show and she did the reading. And she said, well, why don't you come on over and talk about it on KCAA? And I said, sure, I'll just tell you what happened. And I did. And after the show, I got asked to become a host on KCAA. And here we are. And Kimberly and I are friends. And she continues to grow and do miraculously work worldwide. So anything I can do to help her and spread her message of healing and love, I'm here to do that. So once again, welcome to the show. But for context, let's ask you, Kimberly, how did you, what was the first time for people who aren't familiar with you, how did you know you had this gift? What happened? Um, well, I had the near-death experiences. And after that, my gift started coming out um, to communicating with the omnipresent through my eye blinking. And then the first client, I guess, person that I noticed that I had healing abilities was um, a athlete that happened to be a friend and an agent. Um, And I write it in the book. It's in my book, The Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. I experienced rubbing my hands together just nonchalantly on my couch and putting it on his Achilles heel. He was going to have an operation on it. And um, it had, uh, I said, a Hail Mary, a prayer. And he, after that, had gone to the doctor to have the operation and it had completely healed. And he had called me up after that and said they had canceled the surgery. And I was kind of, yeah, I was kind of taken back about that. I didn't understand it really. Um, And then after that, it was a person that I had found uh, cancer in him through my eye blinking. I had said, there's something going on in your lower abdominal uh, wall. And he said, uh, what do you mean? And I had just kind of been going over before I knew I had the blinking eyes connected to illnesses in the body. And I said, my guide, my spirit is saying there's something in your lower abdominal area. And um, that's how I knew I was a medical medium. And he said, well, I just found out I have abdominal cancer. So it's just sort of was being taught to me by a spirit, my gifts. 
Now, when you were a little girl, you had uh, the blinking, and that's uh, the key thing, and we'll get into that for our listeners who are not too familiar with you. You started blinking a lot when you were a little girl, and how did that, uh, it sounded like that was kind of repressed and discouraged in, by some folks in your family, and then it came out again as you got older. Yeah. In the book, there's a chapter called The Reappearance of My Blinking Eyes. When I was a little girl, that's how I communicated with spirit was through the blinking, my blinking. As early as six months old, I was my grandmother and grandfather would carry an eight millimeter camera around and follow me. And my eyes were communicating with spirit then. Um, I used to see uh, spirits and orbs when I was little. And actually, my grandmother was a part-time photographer. She was a dental hygienist, but she also would take photos of me. We have lots of photos of actual real orbs around my head. (laughs) So um, yes, I did communicate with spirit through my eyes, but my um, mother uh, discouraged it. And um, so I forced myself to stop. When you are experiencing the blinking, how uh, these are codes how did you know what the codes mean? In other words, if you blink your right eye, you blink your left eye, you blink both. How did spirit teach you to work with it to understand how the blinking works? Um, I just listened to the guides. Now I don't even have to do that anymore. I just, it's a knowing. It's like anyone having an intuitive or being a medium or a clairvoyant, clairaudient. It's anyone that's a channeler. It's tiring. You become exhausted just like if you know who edgar casey was he burnt out pretty young i say that i'm kind of can't do that as much anymore i can't listen to the left eye right eye anymore i've kind of uh progressed since that i think since i wrote the book um which was a few years ago i've become more advanced transmedium i'm not doing so much of the left eye right eye anymore i've more uh basically can get downloads faster now. And and how do you get the downloads? They come through your crown or just knowing? Just knowing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fantastic. I was one of the questions I want to ask is what has changed in the past decade since you really have deployed your gifts and particularly since 2015. It sounds like your powers have been um, enhanced and you don't have to go through the same logistics as you did in the past. Yeah. Yeah, I still do the. I still, I'm still a blinker, but uh, I uh, now see colors and images and numbers. Um, I can look at somebody and just see like a figure eight, knowing that they're around somebody that's been reincarnated around them, and um, you know. And I can now I do crossover readings, so I'm not just doing medical mediumship readings. I do also. Uh, see people that love ones that want to communicate with people. And um, so that's really helpful for people that have emotional trauma. Now, when you just see somebody like well, you're looking at me, do you see then, are there like relatives around or friends around or people are passed over? Do you see that with everybody or do you have to turn that on or off? Um, I don't really turn things on and off. I'm always a medium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you always see things. So when you're in the grocery store and you're online, do you see like the person in front of you? Do you say, wow, he has cancer or like, oh, his grandmother's with him? 
No, I mean, I think like with every medium, like Tyler Henry or Thomas John or anybody out there, there's a time and place to do it. I mean, some people will ask, do a reading right now or do something like that. It's, I guess, you know, you have to be wanting to do it or something, but yeah. So the name of the book is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, Revolutionary Wisdom from One of World's, the World's Most Respected Medical Intuitives. Talk to us about the fifth dimension because uh, people right now, we live in the third dimension and it's a dense uh, kind of tough existence here. And then there's the fourth dimension. It sounds like you go there when you're in the astral traveling, when you're sleeping and things like that. And you can kind of kind of go through there. And then there's the fifth dimension where things happen uh, a little bit differently. Time is not a continuum. Uh, you can instantly manifest things, uh, healings in particular. What do people need to know about these three dimensions and how to work with them? Yeah, so I think like what's really important to know about this book is really understanding this book is this huge guidebook, not only to awaken and discovering your own sense of self-worth, that you really do belong in a higher frequency, a higher fifth dimensional energy, it's a whole revolutionary way of healing that moving out of the 3D world in your in your health, in your in your relationships, in your love life, <laughs> in your in, in evolving and we're in our awakening. It's an awakening right now um, is super important and taking responsibility for your consciousness is super important. Um, we live in a third dimension. Um, and, and how we know that is because we're in fear all the time. We're in worry. We're stressed out, not only with what we're eating, um, what we're drinking. Um, the world right now is not giving us a lot of, of opportunities sometimes to have things. You go to a grocery store, you know, there's a lot of plastic there. That's 3D. There's a shortage right now when you read in the news of getting products to us that's third dimensional the 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 compost is third dimensional there's pesticides it's third dimensional there's a lot of things i could get into that's really third dimensional nature is fourth dimension so going out for a hike but we still have the third dimensional coming into us because the air has fossil fuel in it so what i'm trying to say in the book is that we as a collective can gather together, read information in here that gives us a fifth dimensional perspective. When we go into the fifth dimension, that is a faster way of healing. So in the book, I have chapters about water. I have chapters about good supplements. I have nutrition. I have recipes. But I also have ways to give you a really relaxing there's affirmations, there's understanding how to take your love life, your third dimensional love life and move it into a fifth dimensional frequency. How there's just so many things that I break down in the book. It's a real guidebook. And then also I show you how when you get into that fifth dimension, it's not like overnight. It takes time to work that out. But when you get into that fifth dimensional vibe, that's where we're going into anyway. We're being moved into that frequency. You feel a sense of calmness and relief and that you're not in a rush and that 
we're moving there anyway, whether we like it or not. And when you get into that energy, you heal faster, you're more relaxed, you're eating good, you're feeling good, you're doing your self-care every day, you're saying your mantras, your, your meditation, and you're helping your brothers and sisters. And your relationship is not a power struggle. Your 3D to 5D relationship, I don't know if you're getting, you understand what I'm saying, right, Robert? A a 3D relationship is not a self-centered relationship. It's a give and take. It's you're more more grounded. You're helping each other. So I I touch, I don't know why I'm talking about that so much right now, but I have a chapter in here about the 3D and the 5D love relationship. So in general, then a lot of people are saying, a lot of people are reading uh, that, you know, the world is being kind of bifurcated. Some some people are going to stay in the third dimension and maybe they'll be reincarnated in the third dimension because they have some, they're more comfortable there. They have some business to deal with there. And other people are moving now kind of going towards the fifth dimension. For a lot of people, they're like, what does that mean? Like some of my friends, they're going to be third dimension. I'm on fifth dimension. Am I there? And they're over there now. And, uh, and I think as you, uh, as people go through the spiritual enfoldment process, I think, and I'm just a regular guy, guy's guy here, I- I'm finding that I-, I can't relate as well to some of my old friends because of some of the things I'm going through. And it's not a criticism of them, but I can't relate to some of the things that, you know, we talk about sports and stuff like that, but I, I don't get into any of this with them because I know they're not there. H- how do we know then? The question is, that we're going towards the fifth dimension or we're in the third dimension, or do we have a choice? Are we being pulled in one direction or the other? How does it all work for the everyday person? I think, you know, a lot of people just kind of start to see that the three dimensional, a lot of people bounce, you know, they go back and forth. They're called bouncers from 3d to 5d. But I think a lot of people that are in the fifth dimensional energy or four, four to five, you know, fourth to fifth dimension, really notice when someone is stuck in a lower frequency, they're just lower vibrational energies. They're screaming, they're aggravated, they're they're depressed a lot. And depression is not a bad thing. It's a growing pain. And it's it they they have to, when you're around somebody in a lower frequency energy, it's it's not that they're someone you don't want to be around. You can help lift them up into the fifth dimensional energy. It's like, you know, a lot of people are depopulating out of the 3D energy. They don't want to be in that energy. When you're closer to the omnipresent, when you're closer to the Holy Spirit, you're in the fifth dimensional energy. Some people say, well, how do you have gifts? How do you awaken your gifts? Well, I don't feel you can really be in that lower dimensional frequency. It doesn't happen. When you're raising your energy and your vibration, you're in the higher frequency. Um, how people stay healed, how you raise your vibration is by taking vitamins, drinking good water, and that's in the higher awakening and ascension. If you're constantly lowering your vibration and yelling and screaming, getting frustrated, you can't possibly live at a higher fifth dimensional frequency. Um, I feel that why wouldn't you want to be in the fifth dimension? When you go on some certain social media platforms like TikTok, there's 3.1 million people following the fifth dimension. Most of those people are Gen Z, they're younger kids. They they want to be in the fifth dimension. They want to be in that rocking high vibe. Um, I'd say a lot of the people that are in other platforms, 
Instagram, so some social media platforms are really into that dimension. They want to zone out and be in the higher frequencies. They're really into rewild. They're into Oceana. These are platforms that want to raise our environment. The younger generations don't care about celebrities. They don't care about any of that stuff. They want to be awakened to the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension is about clearing our environment, cleaning up the environment. What can people, you know, like if, if you're traversing, yeah, bouncing. Being stuck in a lower frequency is really mm-hmm. not good. <laughs> but you, you're not saying that TikTok is a gateway to the fifth dimension, right? Um, TikTok is not a gateway to the fifth dimension, but what is any social media platform? What right. you're doing right now is a social media platform. Right. Any social media platform is a good opportunity to raise consciousness. If we don't have social media platforms, how do we get the words out to people? We are, we are getting the word out through the vibration of the Holy spirit. Any vibration of the Holy spirit is a good opportunity to get it out. What I'm saying is that I feel the youth generation understands that how we clean up the environment is through going to the higher dimensional frequency, which is God. For people, for everyday folks who, you know, they they want to be in the fifth dimension and they still get upset by or higher. Um, the yeah. usual, you know, 3D problems and issues that we all have to deal with. What What's your advice for them to be able to kind of uh, cast their sail, raise their, raise their sail and, and ride the, the wind and the waves of the fifth dimension versus getting stuck into the the day-to-day 3D stuff that we still have to deal with. We have to pay our bills. We have to pay our taxes. We have to go to the DMV. We have to do all that stuff that we don't like to do. And, and a lot of times we deal with people who are upsetting. So how? what's your advice for people dealing with the day-to-day? Yeah. I think doing all these day-to-day things are, of course, important and doing them graciously and 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 beautifully and 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 lovingly there's no reason why people can't do things cordially and and kindly when you're in a world um that we share with many people i feel that number one when we're when we're when our vibration you know and i talk about it in the book too we have to share the world with everybody and treat everybody kindly. And, and, and so if, if you're doing your responsibilities and you have to, because the world is not really going to be third dimensional for much longer, we are shifting into the fifth dimension. We have to, to survive. The planet will not be here much longer if it doesn't. So all of these stores and you say DMV and everything like that, it is shifting to be more online. And so what's happening is it's really, there's so many people out there that are, are rooting for positivity. And so say you go into a CVS or a Rite Aid and you've got a grumpy pharmacist and they're rude to you, or you go into a DMV and someone is not kind to you and that happens. You can put a smile on their face or you can be the kind one that reaches out to them. So it's in the attitude of gratitude and being of service to others is so important. 
your uh, skills uh, have been tested and they rank um, like you can see inside a person more powerful than an MRI. Tell us about how you've been tested and what was that like being tested? Yeah, so, you know, it wasn't my really my idea to be tested. They, they asked me to come to be tested and the testing was just the same thing I do every day at my own office and what I do on Skypes. But it was a little bit more rigorous because, you know, they, it was over 19 to 20 patients with Dr. Sheely. I'll give Dr. Sheely as one of the examples. I flew to his place out of Missouri. Um, it was long hours at his office, many clients, uh, patients, if you would say, and um, him, his colleagues watching me one after another. And, um, you know, them having documents on each person, me going over each person. Um, so if you, if, if you want to know every single thing, they, they have me call out every single thing in a person's body. And then they have me watch me do a healing on the person. After I do that, they have the person fill out many sheets of papers, of every single thing that a person has. So say they have MS, say they have a tumor on their neck, say they have a knee problem, say they had a knee operation, say they had to have a steel in their back. You know, say these are different things going on. They have lupus. They wanna know that I know everything that person has and they write it on a sheet. So Sheely never saw anybody do things like I do, where I know every single single thing in their body, even maybe a retina operation. And I did, I think, over 19 or 21 clients, and I had everything correct on every single person. And then I actually was filmed by Alan Steinfeld of a woman having a very large uh, lump on one side of her neck and then a goiter on the other. And I dissolved it with my hands. I did not dissolve it with my hands. The Holy Spirit did. Okay. But Sheely had to go over and touch it to make sure it was gone. And I wrote that, I think, in my epilogue or something. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I, I just wanted to discuss that because uh, you have been vetted, Kimberly, and you do amazing work. So I want everybody to understand out there that this has been tested. So you work, you actually work with the traditional medical um, system, if you will. How does that work? How do you work with them? Yeah. Um, well, they just refer people to me um, and they come and doctors come to me all the time and people come to me and um, meaning that I like physicians. I like doctors. <laughs> I believe in them. I believe in their work. I believe that we have to work together. I believe that some, you know, medications do work. And I believe that um, you need both. And I believe that it's good to take vitamins and supplements. And I believe in some herbs. And as you read my book, there's some things in here that I feel, I do believe though, that you have to be careful with certain medications, like not taking a certain dyes. I believe that you have to be careful. Everything has to be in balance. And I believe that some things that I do look at that's different with a medical intuitive, like me, the kind I am, 
is that sometimes if I do a scan on somebody and they've gone to a doctor, what sometimes people like that I have, the Holy Spirit does, is an overall view. So say you have something going on, maybe I make with my blinking eyes catch something that maybe is caught in a different area that maybe have not has not been picked up on. You you mentioned something in the book called trans state gate vortex. What what exactly is that, Kimberly? Um, that's an overall energy system field that I pick up on by the Holy Spirit. You advocate uh, eating and drinking, uh, not you advocate not eating and drinking out of plastic bottles and containers. You have a big issue with plastic. Tell us about that because it's very important. Yeah. So that's the whole fossil fuel industry. And plastic is just causing a lot of issues all around the world. It's, you know, it goes into our ocean. Um, It's hurting our fish. It's causing an overload of estrogen in our body. Um, It causes lots of disease in our body. Um, We're trying to get rid of plastic. Uh, There's no use for us to drink. I haven't had any drinking water out of plastic in four years. I used to have nodes around my throat. They're completely gone now. I drink out of Mountain Valley spring water. I hope it's okay. I mentioned that here. Sure. Um, that's one of, it's a great spring water. I have an issue with different types of waters because some water is more, is, I like mineral water. I think mineral water is a great kind of water to drink. Um, I think a lot of people do put filters on their water. Now they're not drinking uh, tap water, which is great. Um, but I think mineral water is a great water to drink, but I think I know that by cutting back plastic can save your life. Lots of my clients have hormonal issues, thyroid problems, hypo, hyper, cancer. The research studies are out there. It's not something that I'm just talking about. It's out there everywhere. If you research it, it goes back to think to like, oh my God, I don't even know why research maybe in the 1990s to 2000s, but I think like in the 80s or 70s, we started doing all the God, TV dinners and plastics started. And that's when a lot of the cancer came about. But in my book, I extensively talk, I got to get the book and read it. I'm not going to give it all out. But in the book, I talk about water extensively and BPA and fossil fuel and plastic and um, the lives that we can save by just still grade and Glass is just a great way to go. The book is broken up into three parts, in my opinion, having read it. Um, the first part's your personal story. Then we get into what the fifth dimension is all about and what the difference is between the dimensions. And the third part, which I think could be the most important, is you have a lot of uh, prayers and affirmations and also exercises for people to uh, raise their own consciousness and work with the fifth dimension. Could you talk to us a little bit about some of the things and practices that folks can do to kind of tap into their fifth dimensional uh, skill set? Yeah, choice. I'm going to read one of the prayers. Okay. Yeah. This is from Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. Kimberly Meredith is my special guest. The book is the revolutionary wisdom from one of the world's most respected medical intuitives, discovering the soul's path to healing. So let's see. 
gonna do I'm gonna do the uh, miraculous miracle prayer. I like this one a lot. So this is a prayer that for any medical condition or challenge, whether it's mental or physical or emotional, it helps balance your hormone and thyroid issues. And it also is good for people with mental despair or any condition. With your sincere heart, it helps any healing that goes through your body and improves and benefits you. So calling in the Holy Spirit or omnipresent or any spiritual belief that you have that helps open up your heart. So taking a deep breath, inhale through your nose, holding on four, one, two, three, four, and exhale. Holding on four, through the whole prayer, breathing inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. And this is how it goes. I remove all fear and doubt from my heart by the power of the Holy Spirit. May you know, my Lord, that I glorify you. I pray that you know that my heart is sincere. I pray that you lend me the skills in my hands, like the hands of a healer, that you are to heal me, to lend me the strength to heal myself and give me the power and the grace to accept my healing right now. And take a deep breath. Inhale. In through your nose and exhale. Out of your nose. I deserve to be healed. I am humble. I am not afraid. I put my whole trust in you. I love you. And inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. I know by the power of the love of Christ consciousness and Jesus and my highest guides in the angelic realm that this, and then say the condition that you have, whatever condition that is bothering you, you can even put your hand on the area that you're not feeling well right now and say the condition. And whatever negative energy that is bothering you right now, you can say it in your heart. Whatever negative condition that is bothering me and that is affecting me, I now breathe it out of my body. <sighs> it no longer resides in me. It no longer resides in my energy field or my mind or my body or my spirit and breathe it out. <sighs> through the Holy Spirit, through God, through the miraculous energy of Mother Mary, I'm breathing it out of my body. Inhale and exhale. All illness, all negativity is gone out of the third dimension, away. I am a believer. You are my healer right now. 
you have healed me. I am so grateful to have my breath. I breathe love. I breathe light. I am flowing in this amazing higher quantum fifth dimension. I am healed. I know you have saved me. Breathe in. Breathe every bit of oxygen to your abdomen and your diaphragm all the way. Breathe in as much as you can and hold it. One, two, three, four. And exhale. <sighs> I breathe love. I breathe light. I breathe joy. Through my thoughts, through my mind, and through my body right now. I know that you hear me right now. I believe and I know to the grace of the Christ consciousness, I feel good and know that you love me. I have no fear. I have only love and light. I feel amazing. My physical being is healed. I'll Shaddai, I'll Shaddai, I'll Shaddai. And the power of God resides in me and I glorify in you. And I am glorified in God. I am glorified in you. And I am glorified in God. Amen. So beautiful. I could feel it through me. I hope everybody out there uh, is getting the benefit and believing and trusting and showing gratitude and uh, being careful if you're out there on the road or whatever. You don't want to be going into a trance or anything, but we do want to be thankful. We want to be appreciative. And we want to be filled with uh, love. Is that correct, Kimberly? Yes, absolutely. Namaste. Now, uh, what can, if people follow some of the practices uh, in, in the book and the prayers and the affirmations, um, I'm assuming they can put themselves in a very good position to be in the best position they can be to help heal themselves and help lift their vibration to the fifth dimension. How can people kind of track that along? Uh, would that be just by the way they feel, by their feelings of gratitude, their feelings of love? They do this for a few months day, on a daily basis. What can, what can people expect? And I, I, I ask this for the benefit of our listeners. Yes, I feel like if they're practicing good self-care um, and they're, yeah, they're, they're doing, so say that again. <laughs> Yeah. So what can, what can what can people expect? You know, if they if they if they follow the procedures in the book, they do the affirmations, they do yes. the prayers, they do some of the exercises. Will they be able to actually feel their vibration lifting in terms of their how their attitude is, their feeling towards others over a period of time? Will they start to change? If I you will. Think, yeah, I think it depends on each individual person, but I think if they're agreeing to some of my lifestyle healing agreements. And they're, they're seeking, really going along with the guidebook and, and paying attention to their, their own consciousness and not listening to the outer consciousness. I think it's super important and doing the self-care, doing the 20 minutes a day of 
just, you know, or maybe just five minutes a day of, of affirmations, you know, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes a day, living a more clean, uh, you know, getting the rest, um, clean diet, um, they'll see a shift. There's many people that I have worked with see a complete shift in their life. And it's up to you though. It's your responsibility with tapping into their omnipresent, the getting us closer connection with God and finding that intimacy in the higher realm. If they don't go, you know, getting into the fifth dimension takes practice, but just getting that closer connection with the intimacy of God is important. And that is doing these lifestyle agreements that I do have in the book. And I feel that many people do have a complete shift. Last question for you, Kimberly. And that was an amazing uh, prayer. Thank you. Um, Activating someone's DNA. Can we as individuals do some of these practices to help activate our DNA? And, And what is the importance of doing that? Yeah, I do have the exercise in the book about activating the DNA. Um, I think. Um, what is the importance of that? For, uh, you can pick up the book and read that. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, anybody's DNA and the body can be activated, meaning you're born with your DNA. Your DNA after two, three years old can be shifted because of trauma. So in the book, there's DNA exercises that people can check out. And I do Skype sessions for people. You can get a hold of me at thehealingtrilogy.com. And DNA activation is actually helping people move out of old traumas and moving into their actual boosting the DNA to a higher level to be healed. Okay. The name of the book is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. My very special guest and my friend, Kimberly Meredith. So make sure you check it out. You can pick it up on Amazon, booksellers, any any place you go uh, offline and online. And you have some, uh, you do Skype sessions, but you also have some other events coming up. Anything you want to share with us, Kimberly, about uh, uh, events happening soon? Yeah, um, there's lots of events always coming up. I have an angel club that is on my website. And in our angel club, Every month we have a different class. We have um, a book webinar coming up that goes along with with my book in December, December 4th and 5th, which is called Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. We're doing chapters uh, from the book. And then I always have my Mother Mary Matrix, which is every month. um, And that's completely free. It's a free group of all of us that gather. So every single month, Uh, We have Mother Mary Matrix group with a large group of people that come in prayer. So if you don't have any funds at all, you're welcome to come for free. We do uh, meditation, 20 minutes of meditation. We do uh, channeling healings. I do readings on multiple people. And then we go in deep meditation prayer of honoring our queen of Ave Maria, Mother Mary. And that's been going on for over three and a half years And then we have uh, mediumship reading nights every month on Thursday night. We do mediumship readings. And um, just check out our events calendar. Okay. Um, Last final, final, final question. Are you uh, optimistic about our future? Uh, You know, I am. I feel like 
in the next seven to eight months, things are going to get a lot brighter. I feel like, um, like around April and May, I feel things are going to lift up a bit. Um, what do you feel? Uh, I think it's a process. Um, I think we're headed in the right direction, but it's going to be choppy along the way. But I think long term will be will be pretty good. I don't have the uh, same uh, development of my intuition as you do, but from what I can tell, I feel that we're on a we're on the right path. There's a lot of stuff being thrown at us. I think people are being we're, we're being kept down as much as possible, and I think they can't stop us though. So I think things are going to turn out okay. It's going to be longer. It's not going to be, I don't think there's going to be like some super event. I think it's a process and things will unfold over time, but the world would become a better place. My own personal opinion. Yeah, we're definitely um, not ever going back to what we were like, but I think that, I think that there's so many beautiful light workers and people doing many things to help raise our consciousness now. And so many good things are coming out and new ways to help boost our immune system. We're being spiritually activated and more aware. And I think that from all of the ugliness that's happened, there's beautiful stuff coming out and making us more aware of good things for us to come. Fantastic. And you're one of the good things to come and a gift to humanity. So thank you for doing everything you're doing. Keep doing it. And thanks for being on Guys Guys Radio. We'll see you again, my friend. I love you, Kimberly Meredith. I love you. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be. Yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author Robert Manny, is on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio, better men better world. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, what a fantastic conversation with my friend Kimberly Meredith, a medical medium intuitive, just a wonderful job there. And her new book again is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. So what did we learn? I think we learned a lot about Kimberly's story. We learned that there are different dimensions and that we are in charge really of our own spiritual unfoldment. And if we work with spirit and keep an open mind, there are many ways we can uh, address self, self-healing. And also if you work with Kimberly, you're going to get a chance to work with her and has her guides work through her. And um, it, it, you could be in a big, for a big pleasant surprise because um, I worked with her and uh, I had results. So, but it's up to you and uh, you can find her online, Kimberly Meredith. So Guys Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific time. 102.3, 106.5 FM, 10.50 AM. The podcast and my YouTube post worldwide every Thursday. The KCAA show is rebroadcast every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can catch me also on my website, robertmanni.com. I mentioned my blogs on there. There's over 300 of them. And you also can download three free chapters of my novel, which is a source material for everything Guy's Guy. It's called The Guy's Guy's guide to love it's been called the male successor to sex in the city it's a novel about two guys in advertising competing for love sex power and money you can catch me all over social media facebook instagram twitter 
and we have new guests every week. We've just finished our 488th show, and we're rounding the turn, headed towards our special 500th show, which is coming up in a couple of months from now, and I'm very excited. So thank you so much uh, to all my listeners out there for joining me and for getting on board with uh, the guys' guys train, if you will, because what we're trying to do is bring new information to everybody for them to consider to help you live your best lives. So Guys Guys Radio, again, we're here every Wednesday. Well, the podcast and the YouTube drops every Thursday, and you can catch us worldwide anywhere where you uh, consume your podcast. And of course, you can watch the interviews on YouTube. So I'm here for you every week. We've got a lot of shows in the can. We've got a lot more, and you can listen to any of them whenever you want. So Guys Guys Radio, thanks Chris, my producer, does such a wonderful job, and I'll see you next week. And until then, like I always like to say, Guys Guys, finish first. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be, yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author Robert Manny, is on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio, better men, better world.